When I was about eight years old, I had a very vivid imagination. I mean, I still do, but at that time, I had much more of a vivid imagination. And my head was always in the clouds, and I had these dreams of becoming a rock star or, 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 like a, or an actor or a comedian or do all these cool things and go, all these, go to all these cool places in the world. Now, my dad was a hardworking stoic man born in the 40s. Uh, due to the circumstances in those days, he grew up really, really young. He had to work very, very hard, ran his own business, which he took over the family business at a very young age and basically just spent his whole life working incredibly hard. And we didn't always understand each other. So I remember one day, it must have been about eight years old, I was I was um, working with him, I think. I was helping him out with something. And I was, of course, chatting and talking about all my dreams and all my ideas. And at one point, he turns to me and he says, you should never work for somebody else. And I looked at him and I said, well, why not? And he says, well, you think you know everything better. You know, you, you, could, you think you just make up your own rules and just, just play your own game. And I said, well, dad, rules are made for people who aren't willing to make up their own. Okay, I, I didn't quite say that. That was actually by retired United States Air Force officer um, and test pilot Chuck Yeager because this guy in 1947 became the first pilot in history confirmed to have exceeded the speed of sound in level flight. This man was a real rebel and that's exactly what this podcast is all about. Welcome to the Rebel Rules Podcast. I'm your host, Yuri in Singapore, and I want to learn from the rebels, rule breakers, innovators, and shit stirrers around the world. I want to find out what makes them tick. How do they do what they do? And then I want to share that with you so you can feed the rebel within. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Yuri. I'm here in Singapore, and this is season one, episode one of the Rebel Rules podcast. I've been procrastinating so long for this one. I don't know why. It's not like I'm not used to recording things. I record videos all the time. So if you go to YouTube and you look up the magic sauce, I create lots of videos around rule breaking and around innovation and around how to challenge the norms. But somehow this podcasting thing was just... I don't know, it was a bit different. It just it just felt a bit weird. It felt a bit different. But I'm really glad that if you if you're listening to this, it means that I've taken action and that's what it's all about. You can have all the ideas in the world, but unless you take action on them, it doesn't really matter. That was a true story, by the way. My dad actually told me this when I was very young. I don't know what the context was, I don't know what we were doing. My guess is I was helping him out with something, or I was asked to help him out with something, and knowing me, I was probably talking rather than working. I wasn't known for being a very hard worker, which 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 annoyed him. And I had all these crazy ideas about becoming a rock star or, or, or a movie star or traveling the world. And I think he just got tired of me talking and not working. And he was like, you know, you should you should never work for somebody else. And the irony of that is that years later, you know, here I am working for myself because about 10 years ago is the last time I had a job, the last time I was employed. I'm uh, successfully unemployed, but the last time I had a job, I basically quit that job and I thought, you know, I'd never want to work for somebody else again. So in hindsight, he was right. But he was also right about me thinking I could make up my own rules. I always thought that I could just play my own game. I wanted to... I wanted to march to the beat of my own drums. I wanted to challenge things and, and, and you know, flip things on his head and just, you know, do my thing. And I was, I was ready to challenge the world and, and, and be challenged in, in the process. I wanted to do my own thing, break the rules and challenge the norms. 
you know those kids that always ask why why are you doing this and why is that the case and why is that happening yeah I was a little bit like that now I'm sure that wasn't always pleasant for the people around me but I just never really like people telling me what to do but then again which kid does right I think we all have that inside of us I've just always kept it up I became very good at it and I think it became maybe part of my identity maybe Maybe it was just something that I embraced at some point. Now, the funny thing about it was that when I was a bit younger, challenging the norm was more about standing out. I think it was more about looking looking cool. I think trying to be funny, trying to stand out, trying to trying to build my own little brand. I was literally a rebel without a cause. I don't think, I don't know what I was against. I mean, I lived in the Netherlands, grew up in the Netherlands, which is very free and very open. But I had this, this, this thing of, you know, I have to, I have to challenge things. And uh, I've always kept that with me. And interestingly, years later, I ended up working in innovation. I run my own little innovation agency and I work with a group of friends and we work with big companies around the world around their innovation challenges. And what that means is that we get to challenge the rules. We get to poke holes in, in, in business plans. We get to challenge their strategies. We get to come up with new and different things and, and help them think outside that proverbial box. And it's funny that the stuff I used to get into trouble for in school, now I kind of get paid for. But the reality is a lot of the business I work with now, a lot of the organizations I work with now have have lost a lot of that that rebelness, that 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 rogueness that, you know, they've lost a lot of that attitude that they maybe they had before. And and that's really sad because I think as we have seen this year, I think, you know, COVID-19, 2020 economic crisis. I think we've seen that a lot of the rules just don't apply anymore and we need to rethink them. And to do that, we need people willing to break those rules. We need people who are willing to challenge them and to to go where other people haven't gone. And that's exactly why we need rebels. And this podcast is all about that because I believe that rebels rule the world. So that was a bit of an introduction. And as a first episode, what I wanted to do is share with you the five wives and one husband of this podcast idea. I say it's an idea because I haven't really figured out where I want to take it yet. And I'm very comfortable there because I like to see things grow kind of as I'm going through it. It will change. It will evolve. And a quick tip for anybody out there trying to set up something. Maybe you're thinking right here, oh man, I wish I could do a podcast as well. Go do one because the, the, the sooner you get started the better it is. Anyway, I shouldn't be telling you because I've been procrastinating for weeks. So what I wanted to do is five wives, one husband. I'm going to tell you about the five five W questions, the why, what, who, where, and when, and then finally tell you a bit about the how. So you know what to expect. It gives you a bit of an idea about what I want to do with this podcast, and then uh, then you can share your comments and tell me whether I'm on the right track or just share this with somebody else. And anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. Let's start with the first W. And the first W is why. So I already told you a little bit about the why because I naturally feel like I've always been a bit of a rebel. I don't think I had a cause before, but I, I was always attracted. I was always fascinated by people challenging the norms and breaking the rules, you know, people who did their own thing and who were not afraid to challenge the status quo, regardless of whether they were comedians or athletes or scientists or artists or entrepreneurs. I've always been fascinated by people, you know, marching to the beat of their own drums, doing their own things. And in the process of that, like not always pleasing people, but being okay, going against the grain. So this podcast is all about learning from them. And then I want to take that to you so you can learn from that too and, and feed that rebel within. Because 
we all have a rebel within, like I said before, but you know, maybe you're a retired rebel. Maybe you're right in the middle of your rebellious phase in your job or in your relationship or, or in politics or in business, whatever it is. I think a lot of these tools and these ideas might be very useful for you, but we're going to find that out. But that's kind of, that's kind of the why. Now, why am I doing it? Because I can. It's very simple, because I can. I work in innovation, and like I said, one of the biggest things I see is that a lot of people lose the dissatisfaction with with how things are going. They 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 comply, they, they get very comfortable. And I, I think you should never get completely comfortable with things. I think it's good to be content with what you have, but I think everybody needs a, a healthy dose of dissatisfaction to drive things forward. I mean, that's where progress comes from. That's where change comes from. So that's, that's why I want to do it. And I, I just want to lead the way. And it's also because I know lots of really cool people. <laughs> I know lots of really cool people who have interesting stories, who are kind of rule breakers in their own fields. Like I said, it could be science, it could be education, it could be in manufacturing in completely different areas. And I've got access to those people and I want to learn from them. Like I'm, this is so exciting, this podcast, because this is a great platform for me to now invite them and to just pick their brain and kind of go like, what's going on underneath? What is what is driving that? How do you do these things? And more importantly, like, what are some of the things that you see that we really need to challenge? And I think that is exciting in a way. And finally, why now? Because it is the perfect time. COVID-19, 2020, such a black swan year. We've seen a lot of things don't work. The, the the same old thinking is not going to get us further. What got us here will not get us there, particularly in this year. So what we're going to need is people to to challenge things, to to tread into new and different areas, to find new and better solutions for this 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 situation that we've gotten ourselves into. And actually, you know, I say we've gotten ourselves into, I don't think anybody could have seen this coming. But to get us out of there, we, we're going to need very, very different thinking. And I think what we've seen is there's a lot of lot of flaws in, in, in government, a lot of flaws in society, a lot of flaws in structures, a lot of flaws in the infrastructure that we've, that we've built around us. And that has to be challenged. And it doesn't have to be challenged in a way just to challenge it and just to disrupt. That's not, that's not the goal of this. The goal of this is to come up with, with a better future, you know, to come up with better solutions, come up with, with fairer ways to treat people, to come up with progress. Because at the end of the day, you know, that, that's, what, that's what innovation and that's what these, these things should lead to. They should lead to something that gives people better choices not necessarily more choices but like better choices and better options for all of us for for the environment for the people for communities etc etc the second w is then what so what is it well it is a podcast now a lot of podcasts may be interview style a lot of them might just be storytelling a lot of them might be i don't know the all kinds of podcasts i love listening to podcasts right now i want to stick to podcasting but who knows what else comes out of this maybe it's a podcast and more maybe i'm going to build a website out of this maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's drip feed you know learning into your inbox maybe it's a course in there maybe there's maybe there's a book i mean hey maybe i don't you know i'm 43 maybe it's time for a book everybody needs a book right or, or not anyway so that is what it is at the end of the day it's just a podcast it's it will come out once a week for now and it's something that that should really be interesting for somebody like you for the listener yeah that's you Speaking of the listener, who is this for? Well, we already said, who's it about? So it's about rule breakers. It's about innovators. It's about anybody who's a bit of a badass at going against the grain, really. Like people who just 
change things in their respective fields who go above and beyond. But who's it for? Well, it's for you if you're listening and so far you you're liking what you're hearing then my guess this is for you because i think we could all use a bit of this we we will all get to a point in our lives where we get stuck at a micro at a macro level and very often the 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 tools we have available or the rules that we play by just don't apply anymore and we have to we have to challenge those we have to flip them on on his head to get out of that because again the same thinking that got you there will probably not get you any further so this is for anybody who is fighting against something that bothers them who wants to come up with new solutions and uh, i want to do that in a way that's a bit of fun as well because you know it doesn't always have to be super heavy and 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 super super serious i think you can have a you have a bit of fun with that i mean half half of my work is challenging traditional business or their, or their strategies or their manufacturing or the way they, they run processes within the business. And we have lots of fun doing it because they're often a bit silly when you look at them and you find out that there's people in business living by these rules for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years and nobody's ever challenged it. Nobody's ever said, why are we doing this? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Well, because, you know, at that time we hired a company that told us, sure, but that was in 1987. There's new technologies. There's better things out there. That's what I mean by challenging the rules. It can be at a very small level, very big level. So who am I then? Well, my name is Yuri. I have a, I have a Russian name. I'm full-time Dutch. I live in, uh, I live in Singapore. I've been in Singapore for about seven years. Before this, I lived in China for 15 years. I am traditionally uh, an interpreter, translator, Mandarin. And um, for the last more than 10 years, almost 15 years, I've been working in innovation. And what that means is that I work with a group of friends. We work with each other. We don't work for each other because we enjoy working with each other or with very different skill sets. And we work with business to help them rethink their future or to shake up things or, you know, to spice things up. That's why my company is called The Magic Sauce. If you go to YouTube, find The Magic Sauce on there, you find all kinds of videos about changing the rules and how do you facilitate it and how do you ask different questions and how do you come up with new insights and new solutions. And that's what I've been doing for so many years. Now, where did they come from? Interestingly, I'm from an entrepreneurial family. And when I say entrepreneurial, I mean my parents, particularly my dad, was an entrepreneur before anybody really knew what that word meant he had a he had a family business which he kind of kind of got thrown into at a, at a younger age but he was definitely entrepreneurial so the irony of this is that when i say you know my dad and i clashed a bit because i had heads in, head in the clouds and and he was just a bit more you know this hard-working man that didn't have time <laughs> didn't have time for dreams it was much more grounded in, in in reality the truth is my dad was an absolute rebel he went against the grain his entire life he didn't like a lot of authority per se and he just wanted to do his own thing he never believed that people should tell him what to do he never wanted to work for the man he wanted to build his own his own little his own little realm his own little thing and growing up in a family like that my my brother my sister myself we we were all raised with a lot of those values of being an entrepreneur um not following the herd doing things in new and different ways i mean you have to imagine my parents went into eastern europe in 1989 so that that wall was still falling it was still kind of crumbling and falling over by the time it fell over they 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 drove into warsaw and prague and budapest and, Mo and moscow to sell trainers you know, to do something different to set up a shop with with local people they knew over there which was very different because in those days people were like well 
what are you doing in Poland? What are you doing in 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 Czechoslovakia still in those days? Like, what are you doing there? There's nothing to do. And, and they went, well, that's exactly why we're going. So we were raised with a lot of those principles. Like, you don't have to be everybody's guy. You don't have to do what other people do. You can you can do your own thing. Now, my mother was an artist. So my mother was very artistic. She taught arts and crafts. She liked to sculpt and paint and all kinds of creative expressions. And I like to believe that growing up in that family, I got a bit of both. I got a bit of that that madness and a bit of that measure. The madness, the creative side, and the measure, which is more the, the, the business kind of, this is, this is how you run things. And I think there was a very nice upbringing for all of us. Now, we all came out in slightly different ways, but I think all of us in our family kind of never really never walked the standard path. We always did things in slightly new and different ways. I mean, that's how I ended up studying Mandarin because really I wanted to do something that was a little bit different. See, if you're in the Netherlands and you study whatever, French or, or German, if you, you walk into any party, you say, oh, you know, I can speak French, Spanish and Italian. No one's going to blink an eye because we're Europeans. We speak many different languages. But if you say you speak Mandarin, it's a bit like, whoa, that's a bit different. So again, it's... It was that I think unconsciously picking something that nobody else did and, and a lot of people later on were like, well, that was a really good choice because China really boomed and this was in the 90s. So China was just opening up and later on, everybody was like, that was such a good thing. I don't think I had that vision at that time. I just think I chose something. That, <laughs> I chose something that nobody else studied because I just wanted to do something Differently, I just wanted, again, to go against the grain or to stand out or maybe just have a cool little party trick, like, oh, I, can, I can speak Mandarin. And that brought me to China. I lived in China for almost 15 years, uh, did all kinds of jobs when I first lived there. I think one of, my, one of my first kind of jobs was, you know, I played music in a little bar and I got free drinks. It wasn't even, <laughs> it wasn't even a job. But when I tell people now, I always tell them I was a DJ in China, which sounds a lot more cool than just saying I played in a bar that was like nine square meters big and just had a toilet and a bar and a pool table but that's kind of how we got started and I learned so much being in China and the cool thing about living in China is China was developing so fast and and, and you know Chinese are rule breakers they're they're really good at rule breaking and the reason is because and China's is in a completely different situation now but earlier days China's hard if you want to learn the ropes of business or just how to lead life I think China is a is a great is a great learning ground because it's just so much tougher than a lot of what we see in Europe and because often these systems and structures are not set up to treat everybody fairly people have to think outside those rules have to think outside those norms because if you play by the rules you're not going to get fed in many cases or if you do if you if you if you always play by the rules you just you're just not going to advance so the way to get out of that you need to be a bit more street smart you need to challenge some of the norms and china is a great example of that and i've learned so many things there because you know in, in in good and in bad ways because you know i got i got screwed over a couple of times because it's just so much more cutthroat it, it's made me appreciate a couple of things it's made me very much aware but it's also made me think about you know what you see isn't always what you get but china had all these opportunities it was such a good playground to innovate and to try different things and the chinese were were hungry to try new and different things and to innovate and to to challenge some of the norms you know without going against the, you know the, the regime I, I get all that but they were so open to learning and they were so curious and they were so you know let's let's try new and different things which is which is awesome so it was a great learning ground because that's when I started working in innovation. I lived in Beijing, from Beijing moved to London, London moved to Shanghai. I worked in innovation for most of those 
those years and I learned heaps about you know how to break rules within the business and I, I learned to challenge the norm and, and again that was part of my job and it was such a good job for me because it didn't feel like a job I love doing it not not because just because I love breaking the rules for the sake of breaking rules like I think a lot of things don't make sense now I think rules can be good I think a lot of rules in place which I think serve a great purpose I also think that a lot of rules that don't make any bloody sense they're stupid <laughs> They're actually stupid. Somebody needs to change them. And I kind of made it my life mission to do that. And, you know, not everybody likes me for it, but, eh, you know, it serves a purpose. I know what my mission is in life. Let's talk a bit about the weather because I lived in China for so many years. Um, I then moved to Singapore about seven years ago. And if you don't know, Singapore and China are completely different countries. Singapore is super organized. It's a, it's a small city-state it's it's quite wealthy it it's it's quite developed in many many different ways and it's also the joke is always singapore is a fine city or a fine country fine meaning fines as in you get fined for almost anything here and the fines are big you know something which back in netherlands would maybe get you slap on the wrist or a bit of a warning or maybe 50 bucks could easily be like ten thousand dollars like 15 years in jail over here they're quite strict on the rules this is actually a really good place for me to be because a lot of people challenge me on that to go well you know if you're in innovation why are you in Singapore it's like the least innovative place in the world actually it's not true I think there's a lot of innovation happening here I think yes it is a very conservative place I think people are pretty much in the box and there's all these systems in place to make sure that people stay within their box but on the other hand it's such a great melting pot of cultures of societies of cuisines of music of fashion of all these different things kind of coming here together and it's located in a place where it's easy access to places like Thailand and India and the Philippines and China and Australia. It's so easy to get around. So it's actually the perfect place. So me sitting here doing the Rebel Rules podcast in Singapore is a bit ironic per se, but on the other hand, it kind of makes sense. Also, what I hope to do is have conversations with my local connection, my local friends over here, because there's actually quite a lot of interesting things going on here as well, because... They are challenging the norms. They are coming up with new and different technologies. They are changing the way they, they run their education. And of course, a lot of it comes from dissatisfaction. It comes from people you know, challenging things and saying, this, this, doesn't, this doesn't work anymore. Let's, let's change it. And that's why this is actually a super exciting place for me to be. Okay, so let's talk about the husband then. We talked about four wives. We've got one more wife coming, one more W coming. <laughs> Get it? Wives, Ws. Anyway. Let's talk about the how. So I've got a whole bunch of ideas for this podcast. And I say ideas for the reason because I don't really know where it's going to go yet. This is new to me. I have a couple of ideas, but I'm just willing to give it a go and see what I like and what you like and, and what the people like. Because, look, we can do interviews. A lot of podcasts will do interviews. I have already recorded a couple of interviews with a couple of people who I think are super duper cool who are rebels and rule breakers in their own industries in their own fields but it doesn't just have to be interviews it doesn't just have to be me firing off questions at them what if we brought some interesting people in and we just we just we just we took a rule we took a norm we took something and we said well how can we break that maybe that's interesting maybe you as a listener eventually could could come on and we'll have a conversation about something and maybe share some tools and skills maybe there's a couple of things that we've learned we can learn from each other there's all kinds of things that we can do with this. So the how, I haven't quite figured it out yet, but we're going to figure it out as we go. And then finally, the when. So I think 
Thunderstruck Thursday, ACDC Rebel Band. Thunderstruck Thursday is a perfect time for these podcasts. Now, maybe in the future, I will launch them more than once a week. For this time, I think this works just fine. So that is it for now. We talked about the why, the what, the when, the where, and the who. And we talked about the how to give you a bit of an idea about what to expect from this podcast. I am super stoked. And if you've listened this far, by the way, I really appreciate you because that is amazing and you deserve a medal. I really look forward to this new journey and I look forward to learning with you and sharing the learning that I have. I want to share this chat with you as well. And I want to see where this takes us because like I said before, I think that rebels rule the world. They are important. They've always been important. And I want to feed that inside you. Maybe you already have it. Like I said, maybe you're in the middle of it. Maybe you're a retired rebel. Maybe you're a closet rebel. Maybe you just need a bit of a nudge. But I bet you we can all light a bit of that fire on the inside. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you could do me one little favor, if you could just take 30 seconds and share this episode with somebody who needs to hear it, I bet you you've got somebody in your world. If you think about it, you thinking of somebody right now, somebody who could use this, who could use the Rebel Rules podcast. I would really appreciate that and the world will be a better place for it. Go check me out on YouTube as well. Go find the magic sauce, sauce as in hot sauce, not sauce as in, yeah, anyway. So sauce as in hot sauce, the magic sauce on YouTube or hit me up on LinkedIn. You can find me on the Yuri, that is J-O-E-R-I, and then just look for the magic sauce. So it's Yuri, J-O-E-R-I, and then hit the magic sauce. Thank you so much for your time and for listening, and we'll catch you here next week. Rebel on. Rebel on.